So, Paul, my computer discovered that at some point or another, I mentioned that I liked Police Quest. And so it's been throwing a whole bunch of links to Police Quest videos on YouTube at me, um, particularly ones that don't really have the greatest of things to say about it. And so I've just been spending the last part of our hiatus watching these videos telling me that Police Quest was not great, which I take exception to. Yes, and I second and third that notion uh, that, that I take exception to. There's there's a, a couple of YouTubers out there, namely all the ones that have reviewed it, that seem to just <laughs> shit on it constantly. <laughs> and I, uh, I think we're here to defend it. We are definitely here to defend it right now. Fucking die by the sword, ship. Ride or die. This is, yeah, it's going to get really intense and really angry at some point. Now, first of all, let me just say this, you know, because everything that I have to say always comes with, like, at least twice as much disclaimers than content. So, <laughs> all those videos that I saw that sort of, like, kind of spoke negatively about Police Quest 1... I will grant them that they have valid arguments coming from the context of a modern reviewer playing the game today. There's not really a whole lot I could say. You know, there's a lot of things that they point out. It's true. I can't argue it. They're, they're pointing out these things that actually happened in the game very factually and saying, oh, well, you know, that, that was kind of not that great. That was kind of blah, blah, blah. Uh, this doesn't age well. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with that. And even... And even if otherwise, I still think that everyone has, you know, the right to their own opinion. Uh, they have the right to their own taste. They don't have to like it if they don't. I just personally think that they are wrong. And, and I do too. So things are starting to stack up against them really quickly here. <laughs> um, no, I, I agree to what you just said. I mean, first and foremost, I'll do my little disclaimer. Everyone has the right to their opinion. I, I appreciate the YouTubers for even covering it and, and doing them videos. Absolutely that too, uh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of which I, I really enjoy a lot of the content and stuff like that. And no, you will not be cut off or anything like that for, for saying something bad about one of the games I love. But I will say this, I've noticed as far as a pattern is that when they talk about police, um, <laughs> the exact opposite, when they talk about King's <laughs> Quest 1 or Space Quest 1, um, Leisure Suit Larry, you know, sticking kind of with the Sierra Quest sort of games, um, they they kind of do that wax nostalgia thing where where they forgive it for a lot of its shortcomings because it was such a influential game or because that's the way it was back in the day. And then when they do police quests, a lot of that goes out the window where all of a sudden it's like, I don't feel like it's judged fairly compared to its, its, uh, its brethren, its other quest games. There is definitely that. And I think a lot of it is a lot of these people who are kind of reviewing it now are just playing it now or they might have played... Um... You know, maybe at most they played the VGA remake, which we'll talk about that another time. We're, we're going to focus on the original this time. We're not going to talk about Police Quest 2. Uh, we're not going to play, talk about the series as a whole. We're just going to focus on Police Quest because this is sort of like what's been thrown in my face uh, lately. All these videos saying that Police Quest 1... And, and granted, some of them even said, you know, overall they don't have a negative opinion on it. They just wanted to point out all these, what, uh, all these flaws. And again, they have valid points if you were to sort of like, you know, look at it very objectively. But I think there's a lot to be said for 
playing this game at the time that it came out, which I believe uh, I definitely did. I believe you did, or at least uh, very soon after. But it's one of those games that sort of um, a lot of people generally in the communities that we sort of frequent, I notice a lot of people get into the games right around the time of King's Quest three. So I don't think that a lot of people have really gone back to play Police Quest to grow up on it. I think a lot of people you know, went back to Space Quest. I think a lot of people went back to King's Quest 1. Uh, but I don't think really very many people went to Police Quest 1. Or if they did, maybe they just died so much they gave up. And that's totally understandable too because that's going to happen a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah. it's one of those things where Police Quest is a game that I could make fun of for all the ways that it's kind of dumb and unfair and all the ways that oh if you don't walk around your car every single time you're going to die of a flat tire but you know it it's one of those things where like it's like making fun of family you can do it because they're your family but you can't let other people (laughs) do it because they don't understand right you don't let anyone make fun of your family that's how it is with police quests oh yeah i make fun of it and i get i love it when other people who are police quest fans make fun of it because it comes from that um from that place of like you know love and family Whereas if someone's sort of like, oh, what the hell is this game? It sucks. It's like, sorry, I'm censoring myself, but you can imagine what I'm telling them right now. (laughs) This is that rage I was talking about. I knew it was coming. (laughs) It's like police quest is our girlfriend and some drunken pleb just walked by and smacked her on the bum. Yeah, exactly. We're not having it. Or not even. It's like, uh, you know, it's, I I don't want to say anything too bad because I don't want people to think uh, that's what I say to my girlfriend or to my wife. But, you know, it's just sort of like, yeah. we get into arguments with our wives and our girlfriends where someone just comes up on the street and starts shouting in their face, you punch them in the face, right? It's just knee-jerk reaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, from a place of love. Exactly. <laughs> Violence can inspire love. Is, so here is, is our punch in the face to everyone who talks bad about Police Quest. Uh, so when did you first play it? To, uh, let's start. We'll start with that. Um, I I think it was the first game I, I ever played. Uh, well, I would say first adventure game, but really first game in general. It was either Police Quest One or Gold Gold Rush. Um, mm. Were the first first one. One of those two was the first ones I ever played. So I would probably say I was about eight years old. Right. Um, maybe, maybe ten. Like old, old enough to be able to do the typing and spell somewhat good enough to, to get through it. So yeah, d- definitely as a, as a young child. Um, was the first time. How about you? Which is kind of funny because I was probably also around eight when I played it, eight or nine. Um, but the funny thing is that there's like a five-year age difference between us. So, yeah, but we did, uh, yeah, I guess we both did play it around the same age. And it was also my first adventure game. I can't really say it's my first PC game. It was the second game I played on a PC. And I can't say it was my first Sierra game because technically the first game I played on my PC was one called 3D Helicopter Simulator, which was made by Sierra. But um, Police Quest was the first adventure game that I played. And so, number one, you can already make the argument that, you know, between when Police Quest came out, there's over 30 years of game design that has happened. So, you know, playing it now, you're kind of have to keep in mind that you know there's 30 years of game design that has not happened yet when you um when police quest was made but at the same time it was also the first such adventure game that i've played so it had literally nothing to compete with there was no precedent for playing this game 
And there was a lot that was actually pretty mind-blowing because it's not the first video game I ever played. I did play you know, Super Mario Brothers. I did play... Um, I can't remember if I played Super Mario 2 at that point or not. I might have. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of Atari games, a lot of little um, uh, kind of portable games kind of along the similar style as a Game & Watch, but not, but not actually... You know, those kind of games. So playing a game like this was pretty mind-blowing. This is kind of like one of those big steps. Like, this is... Um, you know, jumping from a game like the Atari or Commodore era and then going and, and missing out on a lot of like the really peak Commodore games because I didn't actually have a Commodore, but I play Lemonade and Odell Lake. And um, I think the most elaborate game I really played was Zork. So to jump into Police Quest is basically compared to everything else, Police Quest was pretty much like a Skyrim or like an Elder Scrolls game. It was just like huge, right? It was like this world uh, that you don't get from other games. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a really good example. I was trying to think of some, something similar to, to Skyrim, like you said, which is, you know, literally as a whole another dimension to your computer screen. Um, and I, I guess I did say previously it was the first game I played, but but I think I, I should redact that the first game I played was Super Mario Brothers 2. Um Mm. Which is a really weird game, honestly. For that'll be for another episode, I suppose. But but I've, the, the second installment of Mario Brothers is super strange, and I don't feel like anyone talks about it no more. But anyway, um, oh, everyone <laughs> talks about that. I'm I'm in the wrong groups for that stuff. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, I mean, like there's there is the whole thing about how it used to be a totally different game that is through like the Mario um, shell onto it. But uh, I don't know. I, I actually really like Mario 2. It's probably one of my favorites, even though I never really played very many Mario games since it went into 3D. But Yeah, no, and I agree too. I really like the second one more, more than the rest, and they've done away with all the picking up and throwing things and whatever. But anyway, back back on the, the, the subject. So it wasn't really the first game I played, so I, I can't act like... Uh, well, I guess this is giving it a little more credentials. I can't say like it was the first time I had my mind blown by glowing pixels and got to experience a video game. Um, definitely had played some games on NES beforehand, um, and then um, I didn't didn't play any text adventures or anything like that. So it was really that or Gold Rush, whatever was the first game I played on a computer. And like you said, I mean, it was just this whole world opened up, and I think. All the little things about Police Quest is what makes it special to me, besides obviously nostalgia, gotta get that giant asterisk mark out of the way. Um, the, the the beauty of it's in the details, like how many little stupid things you can do, whether that's to die or, or not, um, which often was the case with early Sierra games. Mm-hmm. Um, it was in the details, you know, just at any given time you could take off your clothes in that game. And, yeah. and you would you would die for that, but I mean, it was just kind of awesomely weird and random and silly, and and I felt like I was Sonny Bonds. Like for the first time, I felt like I was a character. And it's really funny about the whole take off the clothes thing because I think it came out at a time when all of us were at an age where every single person that played the game has tried to do that, right? And there is no reason why we were supposed to have done that. We just were like, haha, let's uh, see what happens when you take off your clothes. It's really it was just one of those big collective mental moments of just like for some reason everyone tried that yes and thank god the programmers had an inner nine-year-old that, that allowed us to do that <laughs> and, and knew that we we would try and the, the, you know i think that that was the beauty of text parser was seeing what they had already thought of to see if we we could do it and and that that kind of embodies that that odd 
joy that, that I carry with me, you know, all these years later, where I'm like, it's still oddly thrilling to me, albeit perverse and not recommended in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, and here's another thing, too, is that a lot of people these days play and they get frustrated um, with all the deaths. I guess this is sort of like, a, I, I can actually pretty much say this whole next bit about any Sierra game, not just Please Quest, but, uh, you know, a lot of people complain about how frivolous the deaths are, how easy it is to die and all the die death and dying. And, um, you know, there's obviously that school of thought that says adventure games should not allow you to die or get stuck. But, uh, I don't know when I played police quest, the most fun part of it was seeing what you could do to torture this poor bastard that you're playing. You know, it's like we're trying to find the fun of the game was trying to find all the different ways to kill the poor bastard, you know? Yes. Yeah. No. Exactly. You know, all, all the death scenes were, were always, you know, looking. You know, I've played it a couple of times, probably about four times or so since I was nine. Um, and, and it's just, it, it's funny. My nine-year-old memory of it was so vivid. Like when Sonny gets shot at, at a road stop, and, and then I, I play it again and look back, and I see like three little red pixels like go up in the air, and he falls down. I'm like, oh. <laughs> it was so much more vivid in my childhood head, but 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 you're right. I mean, I I've, I love that part of them games, and and I, I could say two things on that. Is one that's where again I feel like it's unfairly judged compared to the rest of like you said every other Sierra uh, EGA game. You know, all the at least the the first installment or two of the the text parser quests or, or adventure games in general were all brutally unfair they, I mean they mm-hmm. all had that one thing in common go play King's Quest and try and spell Rumpelstiltskin the way they want you to <laughs> it's, it's fucking mental but um you know so Police Quest is, is, is no different but but that's kind of my point where it's like they're all like that and I feel like this one gets picked on um, and my other point is I love 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 LucasArts I mean I'm a huge um, adventure fan so I obviously would have to pretty much love both of them to, to fill up my cup or whatever. Um, but I think I've always liked Sierra more because of the death. It added, mm. even if it wasn't trying to find daft ways of getting off, it was uh, more intense. You know, there was um, there was repercussions, and, and that made it more, you know, just, just kind of... Uh, not, not to, I hate to cross track to another game, but just for a quick example, like uh, the one of the first scenes in like Space Quest when you hear the alarms going off, it's like you know if you don't do something, then you're right fucked. And and there's something just cool about that feeling. Uh, Police Quest had plenty of those scenes as well. Uh, whereas with the Lucas Arts titles, there was, yeah, there wasn't any frustration, but at the same time, they did lose a little something w- without that without that consequence. Um, so there's. This isn't to, to take our anger for people shitting on Police Quest and then to shit on LucasArts because I love them. So I just but just wanted to kind of mention real quick that, you know, there's pros and cons to these things. Of course, yeah. And and, and that's always sort of been, um, I guess that's sort of one of the more formative experiences because ever since then, because I grew up on Sierra, I think ever since then I've always tried to find like the really, um, you know, gone out of my way to try to find a way to kill my player character, yeah. right? Yes. So, uh, and even things that don't necessarily kill me, but I just know is not going to work out in the end. Like, um, the, um, when you pull over, like, um, in police quest one, when you pull over the drunk guy and you have to arrest him, of course, I'm going to, um, you know, handcuff him behind his back, read him his rights, then pull out my gun and shoot him. Just because, right. you know, <laughs> I, I know that's not how I'm going to win. I know that's going to make me lose, but it's okay. I saved my game. It's cool. 
I want to see what happens. Me? I want to. I want to see what happens if I, um, if I accept a proposition for sex to get out of a speeding ticket. You know. Yes. Yes. And that one's particularly disappointing. But um, <laughs> you just get you just get a fake number, which I probably tried to call at nine, and uh, and that's it. But but no, I used to do daft things like that too. Like when you go to the 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 briefing, and uh, God, what was his name? I think it was Dooley. Sergeant Dooley, Dooley? Sergeant Dooley. Yeah. That's right. Right. Actually, did Darkside t- uh, use Dooley because of that? That uh, I can't answer that, but I did notice the I did recognize that was kind of a potential reference, but I don't know if that was actually oh, in a so deliberate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was not a pre-planned comment or statement. It just hit me right now. So no, I know um, I I totally didn't like I thought about it at the time, but I totally didn't think to bring it up right now. Right? Uh, yeah, that's uh, Paul. If you're listening, let us know. I'm not talking to future me. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, one of the things that I used to do back to the, the dually comment was, was the briefing room just being, this is so nine years old, but they'd be like, you know, he'd be like, Sonny, you know, take your place. And I'd be like, fuck you. I won't do what you tell me, you know, go <laughs> rage against the machine. And I just mm-hmm. stand in the middle of the room. Like, mm, what happens if I don't, you know, like kind of just like a cat who just like subtly pushes a pencil off a desk, like just these little annoyances like hmm, what are you gonna do if i do that mm-hmm. and uh you die immediately for insubordination or whatever but it's still it's it's fun to explore those things at my point like taking a shower you get out you put your towel on and you just walk right on out with your towel on and the program is actually thought to have a female officer walk by and call you out for that and then yeah you, you get fired um but things like that it's it's so much fun like that that was the beginnings of exploring an open world to me exactly no that that's totally true because you that was like kind of what planted the seeds for like oh let's see what happens when we do this and yes. uh, and the designers actually thinking to do it because it's like oh what, what will happen if i go into the shower fully clothed they're like yeah don't you get lose a few points off that I'm like, all right i'm cool with that it's also funny because that whole the whole moment that you mentioned where it's like you go out there when you're um in your towel and then like the 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 female officer of course happens to be the one that's walking by and of course it's funny because even I sort of thought it was funny at the time that she like pretty much walked into the hallway just for that, then turns around and walks away. It's <laughs> like, wow, that was just, you know, she had no purpose to be there except to bust you. Um, it turns yeah, it turns out she was the creeping perv the whole yeah. time. <laughs> and it's not even, and it's not even like she, they don't even say it's like she uh, filed suit for harassment or something like that. And that's why you uh, lose the game. It's like, she actually just like sees you giggles and then you die of embarrassment, basically. Like, right, you right. die of shame because you know the the. I, I don't know. It's all pixels, so I don't know if she's supposed to be attractive or not. But like, the the female, um, just basically laughs at you and strips you of your manhood. Effectively, I guess I don't yes. know. But just sort and, of like oh, I, and just keel over of shame, just basically and, and i can say from memory there was an extra pixel or two she was specifically buxom so i, I think she was meant to be attractive <laughs> I, I, I will find out when i play the vga version how attractive she is maybe i don't know that's that's totally like a horrible thing for me to say in this day and age i should not be evaluating women on their looks so i'm not trying to do that but I, no we're okay. gonna do it to sunny too yeah i want to i want to see what he's got going on down there <laughs> that's a, that's a fairly good point balance um, it out yeah yes Actually, actually, I think I did because I did start up the VGA game. I've not encountered uh, Laura Watts in the VGA game. I did play it just to turn it on, and they actually made um, Sergeant Dooley a big fat guy. Oh, I, I thought I, I liked him as that that 
silver fox. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I, I, you know? I, I kind of, I, I, I don't know if I really pictured him like sort of like a silver fox, but I did kind of see him as sort of like that. Well, you know that, um, you know how I p- kind of pictured him even well before I saw the movie, but I pictured him as the neighbor from American Beauty. You know, the that military oh, guy who's a yeah, sort of like yeah. the... That's basically how I pictured Dooley being. He was just sort of like that hardened, grizzled old guy, older guy, not even necessarily old, but just, you know, in his 50s or something. Uh, but no, in in the VGA remake, they reimagined him as a sort of being this big fat guy. Oh, that's, no, that's kind of a bummer. No, I, I always picture, well, not always because this came out uh, well later, but uh, I picture him as like that bloke um, that works at the paper in, in the first spider-man movies the guy oh, him, was yeah, yeah. J. jonah jameson yeah yeah and, uh, yeah yeah uh but what's his name oh and i should know this too because i actually really like that guy um but yeah uh, i i totally know what you mean right either either of them work but yeah yeah that, that's kind of a bummer to, to take it i just always loved uh, the reason i say silver fox uh besides thinking he's a big sexy brute is uh is <laughs> is uh is, is i loved how he had gray hair but the the two pixels right above where his ears would be were like a different shade of gray. I'm like, oh, he's wise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But <laughs> but um, but anyway, what, one of the points that I wanted to mention that, that I, I noticed that from, from a lot of the, the harsher critics um, out there, again, being all of them, um, was they kind of beat to death the, the fact that Police Quest 1 is so... Um, what's a better word than your bum... Uh, I got nothing, so I'll just use it. They're very anal about um, following procedure. Right. And it seems to just, like, right piss these people off when they're reviewing it. Where they're like, oh, my God, you know, you have to, you know, do all these procedure things. And did they forget it was a game and it's supposed to be fun? And I'm like, you know, the two, two points I'd like to make on that is that, one, the procedures quickly become second nature, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily like a biasm. That's just you get used to how a game plays and you adjust and you move forward. So it's not like, to me, it wasn't like every time was a pain in the ass. Like, you know, like you said, walking around the car, yeah, I would have left that out of the game. But after you're playing it for 30 minutes, you don't stop to bitch about it. You just walk around the car real yeah. quick and get in it. Um, and then the other thing is that, you know, following procedure is brutal, a.k.a. crucial. And I'm like, yeah, that's the point. You're a cop, and that's the gig. Like, they have to follow procedure. That's mm-hmm. the one thing a police officer has to do above all is follow procedure. Like, uh, Yeah, and, and to further your point, because I 100% agree, I just, I, I asked those people, it's like, well, how would you have taken it out of the game? Given mm-hmm. the game being what it is, what could you have done to take it out? Like, how would that have even worked? Right, right. It would have been over in like forty minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> or even just generally, it's, yeah. it's like okay, well, you're gonna you're gonna arrest this person. So how are we gonna do that if we're not gonna be about the procedures? What would even be the point anymore if you were to like you know pull over a drunk guy and just say arrest man, and that's all you need to do? Like, right, you know, right. Um, well, what, what was the point of that? You know, the whole point of this is that like you know it's it's kind of like the <laughs> whole thing with AGI. Sierra games is that they weren't very plot heavy. They were just sort of like going from scene to scene and, you know, um, get, uh, just surviving from scene to scene, getting from one point to another. There was never, um, I mean, if anything, King's Quest one was probably the most, um, had more, the most through line just because it was kind of, you have to do this and then you have to do that. And it might be a little bit roundabout, but you basically knew what your ultimate goal was. You know, Space Quest one, started with your ship was under attack 
chaos. Yeah. yeah, and you basically had to survive that. And then you had to survive being in the desert. And then you had to survive getting to a town. And then in the town, you just happened to find out how to get to the alien ship that's <laughs> responsible for the whole mess. And then, like, pretty much two-thirds of the way is when you start your hero's journey of, like, okay, <laughs> I must take action to actually do something proactive rather than reactive, right? Well, you know, I love Space Quest to death. It's probably my favorite complete series uh, of all time. So for those out there who love Space Quest, which is far more popular than Police Quest, kind of think of it this way, where Police Quest is very similar to... to uh, I should say Police Quest 1 is very similar to to Space Quest 1. God, that's hard to say. Um, in the se- in the sense that, just like Space Quest 1, you don't actually really know what you're doing until two-thirds of the way through. Like you just said, like Jesse mm-hmm. Baines don't come into the picture until you've got a pretty good idea of what it's like to be a cop. Mm-hmm. So if that's okay in Space Quest, then you might find it okay in Police Quest, damn it. I, I should also say, for the po- for the sake of fairness, that there was also Leisure Suit Larry that did actually have a, like a very strong end goal, but even then, it was kind of more going from subplot to subplot because you know you you want to, uh, you know, get laid. You don't know who you're going to get laid with. It wasn't like oh, you have to get laid with that one person. So okay, well here's Fawn. Uh, what do we have to do to seduce Fawn? That didn't work. Very horribly, <laughs> did not work. Uh, now who else was there? There was like I um, Faith. It's like, okay, well, now how do you seduce Faith? Well, that didn't work either. Now, then you eventually get to, um, who was it, Eve? And finally, that worked. You know, there, it was always very segmented. Even if you did have an idea of what you needed to do, it was sort of like moment to moment. So Police Quest, yeah, you kind of tells you right away you're in pursuit of the Death Angel. You kind of aren't even really in pursuit of the Death Angel until very late in the game. Yeah. Uh, they, he's mentioned, and you kind of know that, um, okay, well, there's a drug problem and this stuff's going to happen, but you start as a traffic cop. You're not even in narcotics yet. Yeah. You have to eventually build up until you're in narcotics so that you can go after the Death Angel. And, you know, it's basically this whole experience that's a very loose plot. And I guess you people might complain about that because they're expecting in... Actually, can you even these days complain about that because i think a lot of adventure games these days are still fairly loose plotted that's just sort of how adventure games go isn't it 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 really is and 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 i kind of actually had a little a note about that where it was one one thing that that people also complain about was well i I guess i really kind of already said it ultimately it's the realism you know when Mm -hmm. i say procedure earlier it's all tied into the realism took it too far but if you look at what's popular today to tie into what you were just saying (laughs) um you know like red dead redemption call of duty things like that yes the games you know there's elements of fantasy and fiction of course but at the end of the day you know the most popular game i think uh, financially of all time is is about getting on a horse and riding it around and, and making sure you bring food back to camp and mm-hmm. then you got call of duty where you go to war and do things that people do in war um <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, uh you know my, my point is is that it, it almost this might be taking it a little too far so to, with a grain of salt i'll say that it was almost a bit ahead of its time in the sense that that it it, it relied so heavy on realism because realism mm-hmm. Um, you had mentioned a few episodes, uh, maybe just one episode ago, um, your cover of uh, Adaptations, where uh, we were talking about the Loom Opera. Mm-hmm. Um, still a bloody good idea, mate. And um, you had mentioned how in the we 80s... we had to talk about Loom at least once. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I did it for you this time, too. Yes. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate uh, why. 
<laughs> I listen. Um, you had mentioned that um, in the eighties, high adventure was 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 popular. That was the thing. You know, there, there was Willow, there was uh, the Dark Crystal and Labyrinth, and and while it still exists today, I'm basically just kind of paraphrasing you. You know, while it still exists today, it's more in the realist uh, realism sort of realm. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the eighties, you know. King's Quest could be attributed to that sort of 80s, you know, high fantasy, uh, even Space Quest and so on. Whereas Police Quest, I feel like almost ties into the present day a little more because it did focus on realism and non-adventure gamers alike. You know, even a lot of open world players are flocking towards games like Call of Duty and Red Dead Redemption that is so based on realism and following Mm. procedure, like making sure you brush your horse in Red Dead Redemption because if you don't, it gets dirty and then don't have stamina and things like that. I mean, that could that could all be well attributed to walking around your police car and making sure it'll work for you is brushing your bloody horse in the best-selling game of all time yeah or i mean yeah and exactly and like there's um there's all those fantasy games um whether it's fantasy or sci-fi fantasy or whatever where they have like weapon degradation and you gotta constantly repair your weapons every time you use right. them it's like well not that i like those any better because i do want those <laughs> to be to stop happening but you know it's a sort of game's have always strived for a certain amount of realism for immersion. And, uh, you know, if you're playing police quest, you're being immersed in a police life and police life is following. Like you said, following procedure is what police do or ideally, ideally, sorry, not going to start on this whole thing here where that might possibly go. Don't take that in this, in a direction. Ideally police are supposed to be following procedures. Uh, and, sorry, even I was too scared to say something there. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, oh man, I kinda, I've been kind of wanting to touch on this topic, but now it just feels like poor timing. But I guess everything about us is poor timing, so I'm just going to go with it. Um, <laughs> one of the valid criticisms that people bring up playing <laughs> Please Quest today is that there's a lot of casual racism that does not age well. Uh, uh, yes. So, And I am not going to defend that because, you know, Again, it wasn't as glaring back the time, even though I'm, sh- even though there were still some people who complained about it then. Um, it wasn't as glaring, or at least not to eight year old me who doesn't know about this sort of stuff. Uh, right. So, yeah, I-, I could definitely say that there are a few things that you know, a few comments made <laughs> that kind of make me, um, you know, do a double take when I play the game now. Uh, That does not mean that any of the devs were racist, sexist as people in general, but there are a few passing remarks, a few uh, moments, a few dressing like pimps that kind (laughs) of don't really, you know, you play it now and it is kind of like a huh, but it wasn't really quite, you know, at the time that it came out for the age group, the demographic that it came out to it wasn't really as glaring as it is now, though I admit it is pretty glaring Yeah, now. yeah exactly. No, you're right. That, that, that can't be defended, and, and we could go on about, you know, the error and the time and this and that, but that's, you know, why we've evolved out of that is because, you know, as, as casual, like you said, it wasn't wasn't necessarily the most brutal comments, you know, mm-hmm. in the world. Um, they still weren't particularly acceptable. Um yeah. But I, I guess I can say one thing they did do good. Like, in other words, what would have made it a lot worse or embarrassed me to like the game is if, like, the Jesse Baines was 
an ethnic character. Um, right. You know, actually, now that I think about it, the drunk guy, the shooter on the side of the road, and Baines, they're all Caucasian. So that that's good. At least, you know, <laughs> at, least, at least it wasn't that polarizing where it's like, yeah. you know, this good, that bad, you know, ooga. Um, so, <laughs> so, so that's the one redeeming factor about it because if, if they took it down that road with the, the bad guys, then that would have been unforgivable. Or maybe. I wouldn't even care if there were minority characters who are bad guys just as long as they weren't all minority characters who are bad guys yes yeah all about balance yeah (laughs) i was just thinking uh uh, the subject before that about where things are headed in in modern day with with um realism and stuff like that and and this is i guess a lot of what i'm saying is a plea to anyone out there who who refuses to try it or is scared away from trying the game to try it because uh, the, the other point i can make is some of the most popular television shows like on the telly nowadays is um, like, you know, CSI, you know, a lot of shows where like the whole, the whole fucking show is built on exploring the minute details and going through proper <laughs> procedure to capture the criminal. And it, it's, it's, it's just like, it's kind of like all hitting me. There's, it's a bit bizarre that what's happening now, what's popular now <clears throat> has a lot to do with this game. And a lot of why people don't like this game, they like it in other mediums whether it's csi or red dead redemption and it's it's just a bit strange to me that it's um i don't know it to me it's almost like bitching about the things i hear about people say about police quest one is almost like saying like god why do i have to you know type open for this door should the door just open <laughs> and it's like again like you know if everything just happened for you it'd be a short film not a game so yeah it confuses me it's also like the um there's also sort of an, this reminds me i'm not sure exactly i haven't thought about how well relevant this might be to this conversation because i just don't care but you just kind of reminded me because um um <laughs> there's always been kind of like a uh, a snide remark about movies about how nobody in the movies ever has to go to the washroom. Mm. And I'm thinking to myself, they do. That's just not what they do. That's just not what they show you. And I don't know what people want. Cause, <laughs> like, I don't know if people have thought about what they want. Like, do you really want that scene of like, okay, we got to do this thing, but first the bathroom break and then watch the guy or girl go into the washroom, drop their pants <laughs> and like read a paper for a few minutes. Like, is that the best use of your story structure? Yeah. Like um, from what, from watching Interstellar, I don't want to see Matt Damon stop and do yeah. a poo in space. It's just <laughs> not that interesting. Well, maybe it would be interesting. Maybe it is. If it's in space, if it's in space, back myself in a corner with that. <laughs> so I know. I, and that's, I just kind of realized, cause I didn't think far enough ahead that uh, that does kind of, defeat my argument so I, I i throw that into sort of the um uh valid criticism against you, know, you don't want things to be too realistic but at the same time it's like uh i i don't i i'm gonna you know kind of retread my old argument where it's a sort of like i what what else is there if you're not going to make this procedural it's like well what what else is there did, did you want this to be a first or third person shooter that's what I was just going to say. I mean, otherwise it would just be a first person shooter sort of yeah. thing. And, and I will say, you know, all right, you know, the case could be made walking around the vehicle is a good staple argument because, you know, I, I didn't particularly agree with that either. And, and how it bites you in the end is, oh, you've got a flat tire. you you got to start you over. die. That, yeah. That, yeah. 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 <laughs> flat tire spun off and hit an old lady and did you, her in. Your, your car has a flat tire half a block from the station. You're dead <laughs> and it did 
so so in that in that case it's like all right all right but there's a lot of cases in the game such as what, what could be taken as procedural and over realistic or, or whatever would be like when you get to the prison you have to stop take out your gun put it in the safe and then go in the prison and then people mm -hmm. are like oh my god here we go again with the procedure but there's a point in the game spoiler where if you don't put the gun in the safe when you uncuff one of the persons that you bring in there, they take your gun and kill you. Yeah. So, I mean, they do implement a lot of the reasons for procedure into the game. You know, the popular tropes are the walking around the car bit or how difficult and shitty the driving is. I guess that's a mm -hmm. different subject. But, but you know, while some of the more popular tropes are focused on, on those things that we keep mentioning as well, there's a lot of procedure in the game that, that actually, in a clever way, does affect the game. Yeah, and it's, it's pretty... Yeah, and it's pretty justified because it's like... Um... Even if you, one of the interesting things which I sometimes complain about is uh, when your character dies, or when the game says the game kills you without your character actually dying. Like I said about the uh, getting a flat tire, <laughs> probably shouldn't kill you. But uh, but at the same time, they they do. You know, sometimes they just don't really get around to you dying, so they just have to tell you that you failed more so than died. I think it's I think it's kind of a bit of a, more of a semantic nitpick. When they say, "Oh, because you're you did that, now you're dead," but I mean things like if you, when you're arresting somebody and you re don't read them their rights or you read them their rights at the wrong time, it's like they tell you, "Oh, well, because you didn't do this properly, because you didn't read the manual that told you how you're supposed to be doing this, basically." Uh, the guy's going to get off free because you didn't follow the procedure and he can use that as a legal defense for why the what you're doing now will not stick. Exactly, exactly, which is perfectly appropriate. That is the way it works being a police officer. And I know like if you're late to one of the, the meetings, um, to the briefings, um, you know, they don't say you're dead. They say, you know, or actually, I'm sorry, I got it crossed. If you walk out in the middle of a briefing, um, he'll yell through the door, Sonny, you're fired for insubordination. And it's like, <laughs> well, good. That's, uh, you know, that probably should happen. If yeah. a cop just walks out on his superior in the middle of a briefing, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, he probably shouldn't be a cop no more. And again, you, you might not have died, but the, the you know, need the game remind you as if it didn't on the very box before you bought it presuming you bought it it's you're in pursuit of the death angel and you're starting as a traffic cop if you screw this stuff up you know the whole game is pivoting around the fact that you're good enough of a cop that you get promoted to narcotics so you can bring this guy down so if you're like going around not doing the procedures properly you're probably not going to get that promotion right, and you're not exactly. going to be able to get to the point of the game where you can actually make a difference and bust the death angel. It's like, maybe maybe you didn't lose your life and kill over dead because you asked an attractive woman to see her boobs in exchange for not uh, giving her a ticket, which I totally didn't do. But it's like, <laughs> if you're going to do that, you're probably not going to be the type of cop who will get promoted to a higher division to do right in the world, right? It's like, right. if you're going See, to start, like, taking sexual bribes, maybe you're not the hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's basically our thoughts on what it was like playing this game with a childish sense of wonder. And just, you know, you can't really take it out of that context. I, I admit that it probably didn't age very well. And I admit that a lot of these 
people who are reviewing it now are reviewing it for the benefit of those who've never played it before. And therefore, you know, there are people who want to know a more honest opinion about whether or not a player in 2019 might like playing a game from 1980 something or other. And that's fair. And I don't want to say that they should not have said that. I think that uh, it does serve a very important purpose, but at the same time, you, you can, I can only see so many games um, criticizing Please Quest before I say, okay, now how about an episode about the people who played it at the time and what we thought about it? Because it was a pretty awesome game. Exactly. And I can't, I can't put any better than that. I would just add to that sentiment that um, if, if you are able to put up with or even enjoy the, any of the really early Sierra AGI games, then this one is no different. Mm-hmm. For some reason, it just does seem to be painted as somehow worse or somehow more tedious or somehow more unfair. And and in my opinion, it's just not. I mean, it, yes, there's a lot of problems with early parser games. But if you like King's Quest 1, Space Quest 1, Larry, etc., you, you're going you're gonna to like this game, I think. I mean, it's at least... I shouldn't say you're going to like it, but it's it's at least worth a shot. It's no more unfair or barbaric than, than exactly. the other Quest I, games. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end officially on this note if you if anybody does not like the fact that it's very by the book it's like to the letter pedantic i'm going to say that if that is your feeling then you have just said that you are not allowed to like king's quest 3 <laughs> yes and that's it for me i'm done have a good night everybody or whatever morning i don't know when do people listen to this just i'll see you next time mm-hmm.